1: Is a squad podcast.
2: Hey, what's happening everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself. Jersey Vernon the chief rocker. Jets, Giants, Rangers, Knicks, Islanders. My main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all. Start spreading the news. All right, keep it tuned here. Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you in two minutes on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Sports done right. Coming your way.
0: Weekly address. Live from the Situation Room of his Lakefront Chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right.
2: Good evening, everyone. What is happening, Vince Wright, coming to you from the Situation Room here at the Palatial Governor's Estate, Lakeside. Actually, you know what, I can be honest with you, we're out here on the back patio here at the Govs Mansion, enjoying a beautiful, I mean a, a, a absolutely perfect weather night, so uh, you may hear some of the natural sounds of the outdoors going, and... Other than that, man, I am really all good. I am coming to you on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. And lots of things to get into tonight. We got Di Murphy. That's right, our friend from Roughing the Podcast. She's going to be joining us at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern, for my homies out there on the East Coast. And going to be talking to her about her recent trip down to the Minnesota Vikings, training camp the last vikings training camp by the way in mankato minnesota at i still call it mankato state for the locals here uh minnesota state university at mankato uh, the vikings will do training camp like a lot of other teams are starting to do now at their own brand new facility that is really going to be on par with what they have down there in dallas at the start of jerry jones set up so Uh, so we're gonna get in some nfl talk obviously we got a little baseball talk the uh you know a, a, a old rivalry game for my local fans here in the upper midwest we got the brewers in town for a couple then we're heading over to milwaukee you know 40 minute flight five hour drive nothing to it and back in the day man when you had the Milwaukee Brewers back in Cecil Cooper, Ben Ogilvy, Paul Molitor, who's managing the Twins now. Um, Robin Yount, Hall of Famer, of course. Uh, you know, spend a lot of good times at Old Mess Stadium watching the Twins and the Brewers go at it. So it's nice that they've been able to play again in interleague, get a lot of fans over from uh, the beleaguered state of Wisconsin, vice versa, us great people from Minnesota. Bless Wisconsinites with our presence over there in Milwaukee. So it's all good, man. But before I get started, let me welcome the House of Representatives. That's what we call the Spreaker.com chat room here. Again, I am Vince Wright, your humble host. Spreaker.com is the format. Also, XSquadAffiliates.com. We're talking sports from Minnesota, Big Ten country. P.J. Fleck on TV. Going to be talking about the Gopher program and why a certain article picked them to finish basically dead last in the big 10 if you can believe that fighting words speaking of the boxing bells just can't escape it mcgregor floyd coming up pretty quick here actually are you gonna pay the money how are you gonna watch this fight uh, i've been invited to a couple parties split up the cost that way regardless i mean i i just ain't paying myself for it of course But anyway, Big L, first one in here, always talking crap, want to say what up, Lorenzo and his Benzo down there in Little Rock, Arkansas, by way of Chicago South Side, the lovely Miss Mocha Bella, uh, the queen of the 305, we got to welcome her properly. Oh man, the kid from the courts, the kids from the street of Buffalo. He is the roughest of the buffest. He is the buffest of the roughest. On Spreaker.com, he goes by Rough Buff, so I want to say what up to him. Thanks for tuning in, Holmes. Victor Morales in the house. That's right. I, uh, I got to get my, my, X, my X-Files music, my X-Files theme for big uh, Big Victor in the house, but I appreciate you, homie, coming up through here as well. Uh, who else we got up here? I just want to make sure I welcome everyone. Big Cedric Galloway. That's right, Raider fan, L.A. fan extraordinaire is in the house. Bama boy, 25 days left to his number one ranked, shocking I know, Alabama Crimson Tide takes the field. And I know Alabama is very excited for another run at the national championship. But I think Ohio State may have something to say about that. Rel Scott in the house representing Philadelphia, PA, the eastern side of my father's home state, Pennsylvania. Man, Rel, thank you for joining us, my man. Even though Rel's in uh, Philadelphia, he is a big-time Atlanta Falcons fan, so I know he's ready for the bounce back this year, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. DJ Knox is in the house, SMTS Radio. Make sure you follow him on Spreaker.com. And who else we got up in here? The chat room's already off and flying on sports done right tonight. The chief rocker himself has joined us. That's right, Jersey Vern. You heard his drop earlier. If not, here it is.
1: This is a squad podcast.
2: Hey, what's happening everybody? Vince Right, the Sports Governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself. Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocker. Jets, Giants. Rangers, Knicks, Islanders, my main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all. Start spreading the news. Oh, you gotta love the Chief Rocker, man. You really do. But thank you, Jersey Burn, for joining us up in here tonight. Like I said, the chat room is blazing. Everybody is uh, ready to go, so let's get to it, man. Football's back got a little basketball news you know not a whole lot happening on the Kyrie scene all of a sudden that's kind of gone you know incognito and off the radar as well so uh soon as we hear something here at sports done right like everywhere else we'll definitely definitely let you know what's happening as a timberwolves fan it is getting closer the you know, about, let oh, I'd say 60, 65% done on the arena remodel. New uniforms, new team, Jimmy Butler. Can't wait, man. I got a couple friends with season tickets. And uh, hopefully I will get to partake in a couple more games this year and see if this team can actually make the damn playoffs. All right, Twins got runners on second and third, bottom of the first. Be nice if they could score early so um let's see what else do we have going on today so much going on in the world of sports oh first off we got to say rest in peace i meant to get the song up uh mr rhinestone cowboy himself oh man where is a big lens in the house he passed away today um who didn't grow up with well of our age group late 40s of course rhinestone cowboy big hit and oh look at this joe mauer actually stole a base so that's what caught me off guard here all right other news too um so for you syracuse fans dick mcpherson passed away and it was announced today, and this comes from USA Today. So McPherson, he was the coach of the Syracuse football team, as a lot of you remember, for 11 years. He finished up there at 66-46-4. and four. He also went down to UMass for a few years and uh, went over to the Patriots for two years as well. He was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame back in 2009. Always seemed like a good dude, good coach. You know, actually, he was the the last coach that was able to do something there on a consistent basis. Uh, The best team that they had under his tenure was back in 87 when they went 11-0-1. They tied Auburn in the Sugar Bowl that year. And unfortunately, however, finished fourth in the polls that year. Um, That was as high as any of his teams got. He uh, had a record of four 1-1 in bowl games. Uh, Syracuse pretty much sucked before he got there in 81 they had a, a record let's see in the eight seasons before he got there Syracuse was 34 and 55 so that really lets you know that um, coach McPherson was absolutely the man up there recruited a lot of great talent so rest in peace to coach and we will definitely uh, remember one of the greats here in coach McPherson so um sad to hear he passed away, um, you know, lived a long, good life, it looks like, and just very happy that, um, you know, Syracuse actually was good for a minute or something. So, um, again, rest in peace, to coach. What else do we got going on here? Again, sportsdownrightspreaker.com. Um, okay. Speaking of our Timberwolves here, well, I'll, I'll get into this story now because uh, in about 25 minutes again, we're going to have Di Murphy calling up, and we're going to play some good music for you tonight during the breaks. And we got some other new drops for some of the other X Squad affiliate shows as well. And also want to welcome Larry B. Ie Sports Radio into the Spreaker.com chat room. Um let me read actually before I get into this T Wolf story here, let me just read some of the chat. As I I see Chief Rocker's already riling the crowd up with his New York Giants talk out there and and Super Bowl this, Super Bowl that blah blah blah. We'll see, we'll see. But I ain't hold I would not be holding my breath, Jersey Vern everybody just kind of saying what Up? wait a minute where my miami music at if chief got his own music you know what mocha we're going to have um some nice uh caliente type music for you here a little later on in the show uh, we may even play a little extended music after the sports is done as we are you know as we'd like to do every once in a while here on, on the big show sports done right, by the way you can follow me vince wright sports governor at the big smooth one that's the number one after the big smooth sports done right facebook and instagram that's w-r-i-g-h-t and x squad affiliates.com is the website where you'll find all the shows from uh jersey new new i mean we got music we got current events politics current issues sports all over the place with a lot of great takes man so make sure you're checking it out all right with that being said real scott's in here oh yeah she miss mocha does want the base and we'll give her the base a little later no no worries there and it looks like the twins uh giving up big hits already milwaukee coming back on them all right so the t-wolves interesting story breaker here in the twin cities man out of Star Tribune, John Krasinski. I love good local writers, and this dude is one of them for the local folks here. StarTribune.com, John Krasinski, very, very good basketball writer. Keep your eye on him. Anyway, um, now Glenn Taylor on Monday said he's ready to commit $150 million to Andrew Wiggins. Not a, a big secret, and that's the max level extension Of his rookie contract. So there it is. All the money we can give you on the table. But, and I'm going to paraphrase from John's story here a little bit. But before he does so, however, Taylor wants to sit down face-to-face with Andrew Wiggins to hear from the number one pick back in the day. Taylor, the owner of the Timberwolves, in case you don't know, Glenn Taylor, wants to sit down with him and wants Wiggins to commit to the franchise face-to-face face-to-face sit down I'm giving you 150 I want to hear it from you (laughs) oh geez now um, Wiggins has improved his scoring his first three years with the Timberwolves uh, averaged just over 23 points a game last year He shot just over 35% from three-point range. Now, he does need to get that defense tight. He has all the tools to actually be a pretty snap-down defender if he would ever set his mind to it. And I think that's what Coach Thibodeau has in mind for him and Carl Anthony Towns. But um, here's the quote from Taylor, and very interesting. To me, by making this offer, I'm speculating that his contribution to the team will be more in the future, Taylor told the AP. We've got to be better. He can't be paid just for what he's doing today. He's got to be better. So when you're talking about negotiations on his part, I'm already extending to him that I'm willing to meet the max. But there are some things that I need out of him, and that is the commitment to be a better player than you are today. Hmm. Interesting. What do you guys think out there? Chat room. I know a lot of NBA fans. Glenn Taylor putting it down. <laughs> very interesting. Very, very interesting. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I think he, he, well, the whole team's got to get better. So, you know, I don't think what, what the owner is saying is necessarily that out of whack. No, Up here, Glenn Taylor has kind of been a quiet guy for most of his tenure. Over the past few years, he's kind of come out on some topics. Very interesting. So, hmm. Now, Taylor has spoken with Wiggins. They uh, both were actually at Ryan Saunders. That's Flip's son, who is uh, still on the coaching staff here in Minnesota. They were both at his wedding. But it's interesting in this story here by Krasinski, because listen to this. But the owner is looking for a little more substance before they close the deal. Just very interesting behavior. I I wonder if there's just something going on behind the scenes between owner and Wiggins that we don't know about. That's maybe all of a sudden possibly creeping up a little bit. I hope not. I mean, I want Wiggins here. But I just thought that this was very, very interesting. Rel Scott, interesting point here in the Spreaker.com chat room out of Philadelphia. says, max money goes to max players. Is Wiggins a max player? Very interesting. I think the owner has answered that for you because Rel, and you probably understand this, Rel's a very educated sports fan. He knows what's up. So, Got to have a little incentive to keep people around Minneapolis in the wintertime. <laughs> it is what it is gotta have a little more incentive to help stay warm in those cold winter months this is a great place to live don't get me wrong right now there is no better place to be temperature wise it's a great night out here overlooking the uh the grounds of the sports governor's estate but man let me tell you that changes in january and february in the story in <laughs> the story um okay so we got in about 15 minutes di murphy's going to join us we're going to talk some vikings we're also going to talk some other nfl stuff here going down um let me read out here in the chat room bigo says wiggins is a good young player i like his game hell if these bums can get millions he can get 150 million very interesting By the way, from Duluth, Minnesota, joining us in the Spreaker.com chat room is Ronald Cameron, R.C. Welcome. So, yeah, he he does have to get paid the max here to keep him here because he is, you know, very integral to the plans here. You know, part of Jimmy coming here, you know, part of um, Crawford, you know, was Wiggins being here. So, in terms of being paid as a max player, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. And if I own the Timberwolves, I'd be offering 150 million as well. Wolves also trying to look to fill out a couple roster spots as well, trying to get some veteran leadership or just you know someone that can maybe come off the bench there, give them a point or two. Now, with that being said, here's kind of an interesting signing, and I'm very interested in this. Our Timberwolves have gone ahead and signed former Maryland star Mellow Trimble. Uh, Deals partially guaranteed. This comes from uh, Espen ESPN. That's where I got this one from. Now, very interesting because... You know, Trimble, very good college player, as we know, at Maryland. A lot of Minnesota fans remember him from playing at Maryland. He averaged just under 16 points, almost four assists a game out there. But he wasn't selected in the draft. That was very interesting. He's kind of been, you know, he's kind of just sloughed around a little bit. He's played a little bit for some, um, let's see, played for Philly, in the summer league last month, nothing obviously materialized there. Tom Thibodeau, I guess, has kept his eye on him. Neat looking for a possible another point guard. Guess you can't have too many point guards in today's NBA, but the team was in search of what it looks like, and there you go. So they think he can add some depth to a roster that is now balancing out depth-wise, but still a little thin, and can, you know, maybe push tie us i'm sure and push a couple other players and you know get this team motivated to do something so there you go i see we're talking some uh (laughs) vince said he was doing the show on his patio i hear birds in the background yes indeed yes indeed the birds will be going away soon as the sun is slowly setting here in the twin cities but it was just such a beautiful night rough buff out here and when you're up here in the great land of Minnesota, you cannot let these nights slip past you. And unfortunately, Call of the Wild is out there, but they'll they'll be gone away soon. All right. So with that being said, we're going to be coming up to our first break here shortly. Um, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. This
1: is a squad.
2: podcast, the one and only. And of course, like I said, we're gonna have some good music. We're gonna have a great interview with Di Murphy. We're gonna get into some other NBA or excuse me, NFL talk. Uh, get into a little baseball tonight, and. You know just have some fun so again sports done right speaker.com uh, let's take our first break here we'll come back we'll get it all set up for our interview here at the top of the hour i got to reset a couple technical things anyway so with that being said mocha this is for you our little salsa remake of the Mary Mary classic shackles um you guys stay tuned vince right sports done right we'll be right back <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. And when I'm listening to my back-in-the-day jams, there's only two women I'm listening to on the ones and twos. DJ Nunu, DJ Queen here on Spreaker.com, X Squad Affiliates. Make sure you do like the gov does. Keep it tuned here for your back-in-the-day jam. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. And when I am chilling in the executive mansion, my radio is always tuned to the Kicking It with KC show. When I need to find out what's happening on them streets in the ATL, I'm always tuned in to KC Ingram. Spreaker.com, 2 live Radio, also XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out my main man, KC Ingram. Peace.
1: Cause you see, I
0: and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right with the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Now, let's get back to the show.
2: Thank you, Tree, and we are back indeed Sports Done Right Tuesday night edition, Milwaukee up on the beloved Minnesota Twins. One nothing. So uh, early on in that game, plenty of time for the Twins to come back in that game. In about five minutes, we got Dy Murphy joining us on the line to go over to Vikings training camp. And before that, uh, another fun little story from Jersey Burns, New York Knicks. And it looks like the Knicks have agreed to hire Craig Robinson, formerly of the Milwaukee Bucks. He was vice president of player and organizational development. And it looks like he's going to be coming on board, Robinson. Um, well, he, let's just say he, he has his hands full. He has his hands full. Now, um, here's the thing. Craig Robinson, if the name sounds familiar, is Michelle Obama's brother. That's right, the former Oregon State coach. So now he's going to get his hands On the New York Knicks. And let's see if he can be a positive (laughs) influence into a very dysfunctional uh, organization. It says here, uh, Robinson plans to fill multiple roles for the franchise, including uh, player development and serving as general manager of the Knicks Development League team um, in Westchester as well. So it looks like he's making his way up uh, the corporate ladder in the NBA um, so good for him. Anything can help, I guess. I want to welcome Tiffany Poodles in Portland, PNP. Thank you so much for joining us from the great uh, western state of Oregon. <clears throat> and Tiffany's a fan of everything ducks out there. Nothing wrong with that, because the Oregon State, and actually my Golden Gophers, uh, second game of the season to be out in Oregon at Oregon State, taking on the Beavers. Wish I could get out there. But appreciate you, Tiffany, coming through here and joining us on Sports Done Right. So Michelle Obama's brother, Craig Robinson, is getting his uh, start with the New York Knicks, it looks like. And also, this comes, uh, (laughs) Anquad Bolden is coming back. That's right. 36 years old. You can't stop our man, Anquad Bolden. One year deal with Rough Buffs, Buffalo Bills. So, Rough, you're out there in the chat room. Why don't you let us know how you feel about your new wide receiver helping out Mr. Uh, Tyrod up there? Bolden played for Detroit, as you know, last year. Not, You know, an OK season, 67 passes, 584 yards, eight touchdowns. So there's still productivity to be had, it looks like. And maybe veteran leadership's calming presence can help get Buffalo over that hump back into the playoffs in a very competitive AFC East, obviously. So congratulations to Bolden holding on, but earning his keep. As well, also played with Baltimore, Arizona, and I mean, could be good things for Tyrod Taylor. Also played in Frisco, as we know. Uh, Joining Sammy Watkins, great receiver there, who's but coming off of a big injury. You know, you got um, Zay Jones, who was a draft pick, and also Andre Holmes, who's a former um, Oakland Raiders wide receiver. I wish I could talk tonight here on Sports Done Right. Mm-hmm. Also, Corey Brown from the Panthers. So a lot of uh, interesting talent up there in Buffalo. And maybe along with Mr. Bolden, a couple of these younger cats can step up. And like I said, Detroit takes, or Detroit, excuse me, Buffalo takes a very, very big step. I was thinking about Detroit because we're going to be coming up here on our NFC preview show. That's probably going to be in the next couple of weeks. And also on Sports Done Right, the ever popular Big 10 preview show coming as well. Um, uh, I was so busy today. I, I didn't actually have time to bookmark the story. I think it may have been on Bleacher Report. I'm not sure. I'll find out after the show and post it. It was in my Facebook feed at work. I had a lot of meetings today. Gov's a busy dude. Pick the Gophers to be 2-7 and seven in the conference. And four, and what was it? Four and eight, I think, overall, something like that. Now, oh, here we go. Um, sorry, just getting some uh, text messages coming through here on the Situation Room board. Okay, so... Can it happen? Well, you got a new coach, Gopher fans. We don't, still don't know who the quarterback's gonna be. The Gophers have talent at a lot of positions, but they're very thin. And if anybody goes down, and I do mean anybody, offensive line, um, quarter, I mean, anybody, they're very, very thin because they're, they're a pretty young team. And obviously PJ Fleck putting in a new system, uh, hopefully, this team is motivated. I don't think that's going to be a problem with this coach in particular. I, I'm hoping for a little bit better than four and eight, to be honest with you. I mean, there is some talented people from a uh, nine and four team from last year that are still around here in the Twin Cities, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, as a Gopher fan, you take no game for granted. You know, they open up with the University of Buffalo; should be a win. Then, like I said, they go off to Oregon State. Um, you know can oregon state be improved P- possibly i don't know i'll have to do my research see what they look like and then i think they got middle tennessee state um kind of open up a little soft on the big 10 schedule oops here we go we got our guest Di murphy here miss die murphy are you there i am great thanks for calling in and folks um let me get y'all set up here on the board. There we go. We got Die Murphy now. So, Die, thank you for hanging out with us again. Welcome to Sports Done Right. How are you doing?
3: I'm really well. How are you?
2: Um, Viking season's right around the corner. I mean, I'm I'm just thrilled. Come on.
3: Now. I I know I know it it gets exciting. Preseason is hard is hard though. I mean, as much as you want to watch football. Preseason games are kind of painful.
2: Yeah, they're very painful. Do you, hey, do you think they should cut them down to two?
3: Um, not necessarily. I mean, okay. I, th- I think it's good, especially. I mean, it's it's good for the fringe guys. You know what I mean? It gives yeah. them more of an opportunity to, to show what they can do.
2: Well, and here's the thing, people. The one and only Die Murphy was down in Mankato. The last training camp after 52 years down there, and she's going to share some of her experiences, because when you're an important person, a VIP like Miss Murphy is here, you get a press pass. So, Di Murphy, why don't you go ahead and share some of your uh, interesting little stories and things that you came across down in Mankato.
3: Well, I'm not really that big of a deal, but um, thanks to the Daily... (laughs) She's okay. lying. <laughs> Thanks to the Daily Norseman um, I'm able to to get a press pass and, and what that means is I can basically go on the field during practice we have to stay on the sidelines or you know, uh, in back at the end zone um, it, It's cool, I mean, I'm not going to lie as a, as a fan, a huge fan of the Vikings um, the first time I went which was in 2014, I mean I was scared out of my mind like, you know uh, not just mean it was just because you're you're around all of these people that you watch and you get excited about and but you have to be you have to like play it cool right you can't look you know you can't be an amateur um so yeah it i don't even know i mean it's (laughs) i can tell you i almost got ran over by uh harrison smith but that wasn't this year that was uh in 2014 um i wasn't paying attention i think i was tweeting and he came over on the sidelines and yeah almost took me out um, have a chance af- to
2: visit with him this year. I know he's one of your favorite players. That's why I'm asking.
3: You know, this is the bummer about this year versus 2014. They have really restricted how you can access the athletes. Okay. Um, it used to be where, like, you'd so in 2014, you'd you'd catch a guy. Like, for instance, I interviewed Brian Robinson, and so um, I, as he was walking onto the field for the morning walkthrough, I just went up, introduced myself, asked him if I could catch him after. walk through you know for an interview and he's like yeah great um the way they do it now is and technically I guess I wasn't supposed to do that then um but they're really much more strict about it so now they have it's like kind of a gauntlet where the press and the players enter and that's you have to kind of wait there for players Mm -hmm. and it's everybody so like it's like with Brian Robinson, I had five minutes with him all to myself you know, I didn't have anybody else jumping in, and so it's kind of like that where they just. And the players, you know, sometimes they just don't want to talk. Uh, if you can't catch them after the walkthrough, which is, you know, first of all, walkthroughs are really boring. Um, but after, especially in the, after their afternoon practice, when when I was there, it was it was pretty warm, and so they were just right. gassed. And most of those guys just want to get off the get field off and. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I I didn't I didn't get to. And I, w- I went down as a photographer this time. Um, to, I was there uh, taking pictures for Ted Glover, who is my podcast partner um, and also writes for the Daily Norseman. Um, and so I, I, wasn't really. I was going to try to catch Daniil Hunter because he did tell me on Twitter that he, that he would give me an interview. Oh, but wow. then when I got down there, and I realized <laughs> different story, huh? Right, and it was, and it, you know, and because we tried going through um, their PR people. Um, John Ekstrom is uh, who we the Daily Norseman goes through. That's where we get our passes and everything. Right. And you know, Chris Gates, who is the founder of Daily Norseman, reached out to John and basically said, "Look, you know, Danielle Hunter told Di that you know he'd give her an interview, whatever. And how, you know, how can we make that happen?" And, and okay. John basically just said. What you know? This is how we're doing it. You so there was no setting it up, or it, so it it it's it was different, a lot different than it was when I was there before. So that was that was a bummer, but it's it's still an amazing experience. I had never been down there even at just as a fan,
0: right. Um
3: so it was it it's a little nerve wracking because you're like I said, you're talking to these af- athletes that you know, you watch on Sunday.
2: Let me ask you this. Who impressed you down there? Uh, Was there anybody that maybe looked, I don't know if maybe disappointing might be the right word, die, but, you know, give us your two cents on who looked good, who looked bad, who's got some work to do down there, or, well, actually back here now.
3: Yeah, because they broke camp today. Um, For me, you know, for sure, Cook. I mean, he is – Dalvin Cook is legit. I mean, it, it, it's one thing to have seen. Sometimes rookies have a hard time making that transition from college to the NFL, and, and it changes how they how they perform. Right. Um, but he just straight up looks like a pro. I mean, he has crazy. He when he kicks it into that second gear, it is he's gone. I mean, you cannot catch him. He's it was he's crazy good, um, and I think that was the biggest thing for me is just exactly how good he is because until i had seen him in person right. you know you just hear things you read things whatever but when you see it with your own eyes and like everybody was talking and you, you see it everywhere on twitter yeah. and whatnot everybody's talking about how good this kid is and he yeah. is legit good um i think the other one that i really liked was um ted and i have a bet because i think he thinks easton's going to be the starting center and and i really like uh, Elfline. I yeah, think he's there's to, there's I,
2: a lot of push behind Elfline. I think to 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 get him that job.
3: I mean, Easton. It's not that he's bad. Um, I just think I think Elfline's going to be end up being the starting center. He may not start week one. I don't that I can't say, but I think he's going to peel past Easton on the depth chart.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that.
3: Now, who disappointed? Who
2: has some work to do from what you saw down at training camp?
3: Well, I think the the saddest and most disappointing thing is seeing you know Teddy out there, you know not playing. I mean that's hard. He was all the guys were on on one field practicing. It was the the second day we were there they had their first pads practice and Teddy was on the on the other field like by himself with the with one of the trainers and it 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 just was sad. Yeah. <laughs> the whole situation is sad and I don't want to take anything away from Sam Bradford because I know we talked about this last time there's this whole like Team sleeves versus team gloves, and you have to pick a side. Well, no, you don't. I mean, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I think just he's a legit nice dude, Um, just classy and respectful, and just the kind of person that you want to root for, just because he's a he's just such a nice person. Um, And he just got a really raw deal, like you know, and just I think he's working so extremely hard. I, I want him back, you know, and it's not that. I hate Sam Bradford. I think, and actually, Sam's looked really good in in training camp. He's throwing the ball. Yep. So, I mean, I'm it's I'm totally comfortable with Sam, you know, being the quarterback. I just take issue when people start talking about, well, you know, we should trade Bridgewater or whatever. Well, first of all, there's not a lot of teams are going to want to trade for him because he's an unknown quantity right now.
1: Right.
3: You know, nobody knows what he can do. And I mean, yeah, he's dropping back, and he's, you know, I mean, there's been pictures and videos and whatnot, but
2: you don't know exactly until you get in the game situation. You don't know how the knee's going to react. And I think, you know, obviously with what the Dolphins have just went through with, you know, signing Cutler here over the past couple of days, you know, do they take a look at Kaepernick, you know, obviously the rumor mill got out there with Teddy because he's from Miami, but I didn't really see that happening at all.
3: Well, and I mean, he's Yeah you could like you said until he actually like is playing with pads you know for real you you don't know how that knee is going to hold up um and i don't know i mean i guess once you i can't imagine the the nerve it would take to be able to trust that knee and to be able to you know take a hit and do all of those things that oh, you have exactly. to do especially um, yeah when you're when you got a d lineman
2: on that knee that's a little bit different than just dropping back on your own and having someone videotape you
3: Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, that was sad. Um, I guess uh, I'm trying to think of who else, you know, just, you know, not having Murray. I mean, I know that he um, started at practice yesterday, I think. And, you know, Floyd, I mean, Shree Floyd's been disappointing just because, you know, he, he can't stay healthy. And, and it, it's sad that his injury or, you know, what he's got right now with his, with the nerve damage is it was a result of the surgery to repair. Right, his, yeah, you know, So exactly. it's like, you, the dude can't, dude can't win. So um, I, I'm not going to bag on him for that. Um, Not like, you know, Matt Khalil. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. It was going everywhere about, you know, how, you know, now, and I can't even remember where he ended up. Oh, no, it's the Panthers, right? Because he plays with his right. brother, right? Yep, yep. Well, he was talking about how, you know, the... Their offensive line coach demands excellence or something, and I'm like, okay. And but yet they wanted you. I'm. Mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have a thing against the guy. I always have. I think he sucks. Um, so I. There was no love lost for me when when they neglected to keep him. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I feel like with Floyd, it's disappointing. Right. Um, Hunter looked so good. And I and I know I'm kind of a fangirl, so I, you know, I, I get I, I will own that. Um, but he's he's crazy good, and he's big and fast, and he is he's gonna hurt some quarterbacks this, this season. Yeah.
2: And I cannot wait. And again, folks, we got Di Murphy, co-host of Roughing the Podcast, uh, one of the more popular Vikings podcasts out there. Make sure you check her out there at Di Murphy M N. And again, roughing the podcast. Make sure you Google and listen to the show. All right, Dad. Let's talk about that quarterback, Mr. Bradford. Now, I've, I've been hearing what you apparently saw. He he looks pretty good. He looks a lot more um, uh, into it, I guess. He looks uh, he's starting to look the part of a quarterback. But again, now we haven't played any games. We haven't seen how this offensive line is going to do to protect him, but. Give us your thoughts. You saw him in person. Talk to us.
3: Yeah, he, he looks more confident. And I think just the fact that he has, I mean, l- let's face it. The offensive line last year was a joke. How, how Bradford managed to not get injured is, is a kind of a testament to his survival, apparently, his survival skills, um, because they were bad. And I think even just, you know, just the, they're already better. You know, because I mean? you couldn't really get much worse,
2: right? Exactly. Um,
3: so I, I, just feel like he feels confident in the pocket. Um, tr- you know, is trusting that. I know at one point Zimmer talked to him about being more emotional. You know, because your your team feeds off the quarterback. You're, I mean, you're the quarterback. Yeah, um, so I know that he. I think he's trying to, to do that a little more. Otherwise, I mean, because he seems like just very he's not gonna have like Cutler struggle face do you know what I mean he's just he seems to be very in control right. you know with his emotions and it seems like he's letting that go a little bit which I think will be a good thing um you know in the in the long run and obviously he's taking Zimmer's advice you know as far as that goes he could throw out a couple f-bombs I mean you know Zimmer likes to do that like a lot. That was another thing that that <laughs> I that at, does, you yeah. get an earful at training camp is uh, lots of swear words. Nice. Um, you know, it's a, it is a family environment, but Zimmer is he. That's like one of his favorite words is the F word, so he uses it pretty frequently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Bradford. I mean, he's got legit targets. Um, you know, and I think they I think they're going to trust him more with audibles and stuff. I mean, I just feel like he's he's going to be free to do maybe what he couldn't there I mean they're, they're they started on you know the same page they didn't you know he didn't have a new offensive coordinator come in and you know he's you know last year he came in what a week before you know uh, the season started and it, so I think there was just between that and the line and and you know everything else he didn't have a whole lot to work with so I feel like you know now he's got He's got a, you know, he's got people to throw to who can catch, um, and he, yeah, he just seems pretty confident. And there's zip, like he, there's a lot of zip on that ball, and and you know, yeah, because they got to go
2: deep this year too. I mean, that's the other thing,
3: right? And I will say, you know, uh, when I was there, his deep balls weren't looking so good, but I know that as camp has gone on, I've heard, you know, that, it, that has improved too. But I mean, he's not going to be like, he's not going to be a gunslinger. He's not going to be like, you know, right. that's just not who he is um, as a quarterback, but, and they don't need him to be.
2: Yeah. You well, know? you know, maybe that's us, us as Vikings fans die. Maybe like you just said, that's who he is. And we're the ones that have to accept it as opposed to expecting, you know, these uh, seventy-yard bombs and all this stuff. Maybe we just got to take what what this kid apparently is, and if he can stay upright, let's just see what happens. I guess.
3: Yeah, and I, I, interestingly, I, I just because their defense is so good. I mean, and it is going to, it's going to be, just. It's, I think I mean they'll be better than last year. I really do believe that. Um, and so they don't need to put up forty points. No, you know? no I mean they're going to have a defense that can stop they just need to outscore their opponent, which I know that's just kind of really profound statement that I just made, but they don't have to like I said they don't have to be like the patriots, and you know they just don't their defense is is good and and we'll win them ball games um as long as their offense can keep them close exactly and uh
2: by the way, Lorenzo Big L out there again doing some trolling um from his uh bears perspective but I, I give the oh, bears you know, I like want- six. An over and over under of six wins.
3: That's optimistic.
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: I know. I mean, I so so we there. There's actually a Bears fan trolling Vikings fans. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know what to say to that, Lorenzo. That that that's his name.
2: Yes, goes by Big oh. L.
3: Okay, well, Big L. I'm sorry that you're a Bears fan. I think I apologized to you last time too, um, because they're terrible and they're going to be. Terrible. I mean, just even that draft pick. Don't even get me started on that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'd be interested. I haven't heard how Bears fans feel about Cutler signing in Miami. Have you yeah. heard? I mean, I'm just no, curious. I, I, I have an really in Big L.
2: Feel free in the Spreaker.com chat room here. Um, let, let your uh, voice be known. Max Kepler, by the way, for the Twins. Home run, number 12 for him on the year. So the Twins, it looks like they've tied up this game with Milwaukee tonight. But, um, Di, let me ask you this, transferring to the defensive side of the ball, because I am a big – we both are, actually. um, You may be more for the guy's looks, but uh, Harrison Smith is a baller. Love that dude. Love the intensity he plays with. Starting with him, um, give me maybe another player or two that really needs to either kind of up their game on the defensive side of the ball for the Vikings – to, you know, really get back to that, you know, uh, stopgap defense that they've been known for in the past.
3: Well, I think the corners are, are really what I guess I'm concerned about. Um, okay. You know, Mackenzie Alexander I, was terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I can't even <laughs> sugarcoat that. He was just bad. Um, and I, Trey Waynes, um, you know, I think he's going to have a really good year. Uh, got another year under his belt. He seems confident. He was making some really nice plays. Um, you know, he, he he got past that hole, you know, where he'd give someone like, you know, a 10-yard cushion and, you know, try and, you know, make up for it or, you know, got – he was really grabby, you know, his first year. And and I, so I think that he's he's got that worked out. He looked really good. Um, I don't – Newman was really good last year, Terrence Newman. I, I'm I think mother – well, what do you want to call it? I don't know. Age, right? Yeah. I, think other it's, nature. I think it's <laughs> other nature, whatever. It's starting to catch up with him a little bit. He he didn't look as good in training camp as he did last year. So I don't know. I mean I mad props to the dude because he's I mean, as far as the NFL goes, he's ancient. You know, I mean as far as age. Right. But he you know, so to be able to play at a high level at that age is, is pretty amazing. So I, I appreciate him for that, but I think he's slowing down and it's starting to show. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It, it, it's, it, it, it's one thing to see it in training camp and it's a whole nother thing to, to see it when it's, you know, game day. So who knows? I mean, some of these observations might turn out to be, I don't know, I guess not as legit, but, um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think, like I said, I think Sam's going to have a good year. Bradford's going to have a good year. Um, you yeah, I don't know. I think the defense, though, is, is I mean, Everson Griffin and, and Daniil Hunter are just like, and you're right. I mean, Harrison Smith is is so baller. Right. Um, like you said, it's just he's so intense. He reminds me a little bit of Scott Studwell.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. The intensity, uh, the, the intensity. look. Yeah, exactly. Well, and
3: it's, that, it's, it's just that extremely high work ethic, and, you know, it's just you never hear a bad thing about him. Yes, yeah, teammates
2: love, love him. Teammates yeah, love him.
3: Everybody seems to love him and, and so yeah, I I don't know. I think the defense though is, is gonna be really, really good. Let me ask you this. Trey Wayans, he's
2: kind of my X factor on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you know, was drafted with so much promise, die. Kinda hasn't really done a whole lot. What do you think about him and will he be around long? <laughs>
3: I, I do. And I actually think uh, like I said he's he's figured a lot of things out, I, you know, whether it's you know through the coaching or whatever but in and just I guess maturing um, as a player. Um I think he's I have no concerns about him to be honest. Um I I I think he'll have a pretty stellar year and they need him to. I mean, they really do. So and c- like I said Mac Alexander, he's kind of an unknown. He actually had a pretty decent training camp um looked pretty good when we were there and and then i heard you know reports after that that he you know he he was doing well so it's good to hear um but well, about you terrence know, newman have we heard anything on him you know like i said just from what i had experienced when i was down there and you know ted and i had talked about it that he just seems like he's he's slowing down like he's he's okay, missed yeah. a step and so i think I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna make all of that work. You know, not having Captain Munerlin which yeah, is both a blessing yeah. and a curse because sometimes he would make like these brilliant plays and other times it was like he's you can't even believe he did it, you know, like pass interference or whatever. I mean
2: Well, you know, that's being part of a great team though, Di, is that some of these players do occasionally have to step up, so you know, I don't know if it can be, you know, Marcus Sherrill's is great for kickbacks and, and you know, kickoffs and everything, but maybe Jabari Price, I don't know. They got the sink field kid I've heard a little bit about, but somebody's going to have to step up here in this uh, defensive backfield for these Vikings to have, a uh, you know, a sustained uh, level of success on defense.
3: For sure. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of the, like the first preseason game. Um, i know someone had, i had, was watching the the zimmer's presser um from today and they asked uh, how long sam bradford was going to you know how much time he was going to see and, and zimmer just said i have a plan so it's like <laughs> he's not going to tell you you know so i don't know i he's he's funny like that i i like him a lot i think zimmer is is pretty badass um and i, I like i like that about him it'll be interesting to see if he cuz i know he had mentioned um that he was going to turn over, you know, defensive play calling uh during one of the preseason games to Edwards. Oh, so God. yeah, he mentioned that. So it'll be I think it would be the best thing if he did because I he needs to be I guess he needs to see the big picture and be able to make adjustments and do all those things on both sides of the ball. And I think you know, I don't know if he just doesn't I think he's kind of a control freak to be honest with you and all as right. one control freak you know, I can recognize it in in, in someone else. Um, so, yeah, it was very interesting when he mentioned that. So it I, I don't know which game. He didn't say, you know, he had any specific game in mind. But he did say for one of the preseason games he was going to, to do that.
2: Nice. Now, Big L in our chat room here. And we got a couple more minutes with Di. First off, he wanted you to know that Sam Bradford is a bum. Of course, <laughs> a Bears fan speaking, of okay. course. So they there you don't go, even Big L. Have they
3: don't ain't, have a quarterback. Ain't exactly,
2: exactly. I mean, they got two no, no quarterbacks down there.
3: Right. I think he's just jealous.
2: It, it sounds like Big L. I mean, you know, he comes from Chicago. He's living actually he lives down in Little Rock, Arkansas, right now. So, you know, might might just be a little, little rough for him down south. Maybe he's getting to him, but I totally agree. Um, real quick dive. What are you thinking about the rest of the division? I know we touched on it a little bit the last time we talked, um, you know, about three weeks ago, has anything changed? I still see the Vikings Packers kind of dueling it out. Does Detroit sneak up again like they did last year?
3: You know, they probably will. And then they'll screw it up because that's what Detroit does. Um, I, the Packers are going to be good. I mean, they have a great offense. i don't, I think their defense is a little suspect, um, so I don't know. It'll it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But you're right. I think it's it's the Vikings and the, and the Packers at, at the at the top two spots. I think um, with Detroit giving chase because they will, but then they'll like I said, screw it up because they always do. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the only team that's legit in the bottom is the Bears, and I'm sorry, Big L, but I mean, I respect him for you know loving his team through good and the in the bad you know I, exactly. I i do respect i do respect someone who can do that because i mean i've done it with all minnesota teams i've been through all kinds of bad times with it. right now the twins have made me hate paid hate baseball so um, <laughs> i can't even like when you mentioned you know kepler i'm like yeah that's nice but <laughs> right i'm <laughs> yeah, moving on moving whatever um, cuz I mean, right now we're starting to we're hitting the the stride in football and so everything else just doesn't, doesn't exist for is. me. Exactly. Other than the links, other than the links, because you know the, they, you know, they'll be in the playoffs. Hopefully, win another championship. Line, keep lining those trophies up.
2: Hey, I mean, you've got to give them props. They're the only ones winning championships in this town.
3: That's right. And people, you know, and it's mostly men. I'm not trying to be sexist. uh Oh. But the number of guys I have had on Twitter tell me that the WNBA isn't real basketball. It's like. Really? I mean, have you ever gone to a game? Do you know anything about it? Because that's the most fundamentally sound basketball played at a professional level. I'm sorry, there's not a lot of
2: flopping. A a lot of the podcasts I follow, and I'm sorry, I didn't even, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just going to say, a lot of the podcast uh, people that I follow within sports, obviously very male-dominated, are really uh, starting to, Pick up on the WNBA. First off, I think just as a podcaster, uh, they're very giving, kind of like, the, you know, and I read an article with the Vikings in terms of handing out those media credentials. Um, they're very friendly to podcasters and kind of alternate media. So I think that that is helped by, you know, you know, getting the media experience, being able to interview the players, getting to know the ladies a little bit that, you know, the coverage is starting to pick up. So, you know, congrats to the WNBA and um, you know, obviously very popular here in the Twin Cities and as long as they can keep going, man, I, I love it.
3: Well and it's it's just such a great environment to take kids to. Like my daughter and I had season tickets We don't have them this year because I we went to the Excel Energy Center and watched a game once and we both hated it. So we're like, you know, we're not going to do season tickets this year. We'll wait till they go back to Target Center after the renovation. Um, But there's nothing like it. I mean, the environment is is so awesome there, Um, and it's not you know people showing up to be seen. You know, like sometimes you know people sit courtside and yeah,
2: no, it's fans. It's it's people that want to check out the links. Want to check out some of the other teams that are coming through, you know, the Sparks popular from L.A., you know, Phoenix with Diana Taurasi. So, you know, I I get it. And obviously my sister, you know, I grew up – my sister played basketball in high school and at the university. You know, good friends to this day with Lindsey Whalen and, you know, uh, McCarville and some of the other teammates she grew up with. So um, I I get it, man. I get it.
3: Preaching to the choir here, right?
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, Dad, before I get you out of here, latest, greatest restaurant in the Twin Cities is?
3: Oh, um, I just had some really amazing sushi last night. And I might pronounce oh, this place okay. wrong. Um, but Jim Peterson, Jim Pete, uh, and a couple other people on Twitter told me I had to go to this place. And it's Wakami. It's like W-A-K-A-M-E. And it's uh, Uptown-ish. Okay. Um it was so good. I mean, I it was really, really good. So, I would definitely recommend that place. Um, gosh, there's another place that I can't remember what I was gonna say. But I mean, I love, I love going out to eat, but I love cooking too. So I, uh, I did. I know you saw my shawarma pictures.
2: Yes, um, Di shares uh, what she calls the food porn pictures um die's husband's got to be a well-fed dude man because the pictures you put on twitter um instagram where everywhere else those meals look amazing restaurant quality food network type of stuff going on at die's house
3: well you know i keep telling my kids that you know they're they're lucky and they won't know just how lucky they are until they are grown and you know on their own or whatever but yeah no i i it's because i love doing it i mean it's it's I was in the. We had friends over, and that's why I did the chicken shawarma, and I made um, some really awesome Mediterranean couscous, homemade sauces, the whole nine yards. But I mean, I was in my kitchen for like five hours, eating and prepping. And but for me, that's not work. Like that's my, ho- that's a hobby and I enjoy it very much. So yeah, yeah he, my husband, well. my husband is well fed. He tells me he has to exercise or he'd weigh, you know, like 350 pounds or something. But, um, yeah, so he's, he can't, he does definitely not complain about my cooking at all.
2: Very cool. Well, Di, thank you again so much for joining us here on Sports Done Right. Let the people know where they can follow you and uh, how they can follow you and see these of your amazing <laughs> <thrillers>. <laughs> um,
3: um I am at Dye MN. Our podcast is at Rough the Podcast. So, uh, yeah, give us a listen. Give me a follow.
2: Sounds good. All right. We will talk to you soon, young lady. You have a good evening.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'll All talk right.
2: soon. Okay. Bye-bye, Di.
3: Bye-bye.
2: All right, Di Murphy joining us again on Sports Done Right. Appreciate her coming through. Now, I am not a sushi guy myself. I know there's a lot of people out there that love sushi. First Lady, my wife Angie Wright, is definitely one of them. I know Grego's a big sushi eater. Um, Anybody else out there eating that? (laughs) Mocha Bella out there. Is this a cooking show? Uh, no, just check out some of Di's pictures. You'll understand where that came from. But, um, again, folks, Di Murphy, cool lady. Glad we got the know her and uh, giving us the, the haps on our Vikings as uh, preseason is now upon us, NFL fans. What can you say? Football is back. And like she said, literally everything now just goes to the wayside, man. Uh, it is all NFL all the time. Um, we're going to be doing our preview shows here in the next couple weeks Sports it's done right for the, the NFC um, North. We're also going to take a look at the Big Ten preview show coming up here. So Gov's got a lot of work on his hands. Got to get, into the, get back behind the desk, crunch some numbers, let you know how things are going to turn out here. Um, will it be Ohio State yet again, Chief of Rocker? Or can Michigan finally put an end to the 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 school down South over in the West, Wisconsin, always on the roll Penn state, by the way, six ranked in the country. They're going to have something to say again. And of course, a Bama boys sitting down there. And what do we think about the sec here? I've been hearing some very interesting takes on sec football, and we'll delve into this here in the next week or two as well. Um, Outside of Alabama, Has the SEC gone soft as the the stature of the schools down south, I say, um, debilitated? Have they gone away, run amok, as they like to say, down yonder? I don't know. In all honesty, I thought it was just a very interesting thought. I've been hearing it out there in the sports media a little bit more now. Bama, if you're out there, um, any SEC, I know Grego's a Bama fan. Outside of Alabama, and I get, you know, Florida had a nice year, a couple other teams, but outside of Bama, SEC making a whole lot of noise? We, you know. My favorite team down there, LSU. They're almost on the milk carton, it seems like. Let's get into the chat room before we take our next break. Run CNC. First off, I want to welcome uh, Mr. Conrad in the house. Run CNC, Columbus, Ohio. SEC isn't the best conference this year. See, I agree. Why Vince sound like foghorn leghorn? I guess that's my southern accent, Grego. But I'll take it. Foghorn was the was the man. I like that. Uh, SEC is the best football conference. Ruff Buff says. We will see. We will see. Shrimp and crab sushi is good. Says Big L. Um, R.C. Going to oh is Jelani. Jelani's in here. Host of the Wait a Minute Show. Thank you for joining us, Jelani. <sighs> Make sure we get Jelani. I think I got Jelani's drop coming up here shortly as well. But, um, yeah, well, let's do that. Let's keep our collective eye and see how it plays out. You know? Because it just got me to thinking that outside of Bama, who are we really keeping an eye on? And I mean, like, no, there's just the Floridas and, you know, Mississippi plays good every once in a while, but. Hmm. Just don't know, man. Just don't know. So it's kind of Bama and everybody else. Florida State. Give you some teams in the top 10 here. You know. USC don't forget about USC um going to be very very interesting Clemson going to be well you know they're going to be in the mix again Kelly Bryant it's going to be interesting going to be interesting Penn State, like we said, they're number six in the country preseason. Trace McSorley back, Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's one of the best backfields in all of college football right there. And that's why they're ranked as high as they are. James Franklin got a solid squad. Got Washington, Oklahoma in the mix. Of course, Wisconsin, they're ranked right there again in the top ten. Unfortunately for us Gopher fans... Paul Chris, first two seasons as coach, had the Badgers right where they always were, playing in the Big Ten championship game, even though they uh, lost. (laughs) We do like that. But, you know, keep an eye on Oklahoma State, Florida. So Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State. SC, Clemson's your top five. Penn State, Oklahoma, Washington, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma. Where's the SEC love? Oh, that comes at number 11 with Auburn. And can Auburn come and and win the Iron Bowl this year? Pennsylvania State University, Rose Scott, I'll say it again for you. Penn State. Rell's alum, the whole family are Penn State Nittany Lion alums. So PSU is rocking for the Philadelphia native. But I think Rell's going to have a lot to cheer about again this year, but we'll get into more of the college scene here again um, as we get into our preview shows. A couple other teams you need to take a look at. TCU, they're going to be back Virginia Tech, they're trying to write their program as well. Keep an eye on them. I think they're going to finish in the top 20. Um, you know, West Virginia is always there as well. Louisville, Kansas State from the Midwest. And be interesting, Mocha our Miami Hurricanes, ACC Coastal Division. What's going to happen? Some good players, Michael Pinckney, Joe Jackson. But – Again, who's going to be the quarterback? Mark Rick's got his hands full down there. We will see what happens. Chief, don't get struck by lightning. Uh-oh. I want to say what up to Togo Coles. We saw Togo uh, talking a little crap about from uh, the Green Bay perspective. He is from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin originally, so of course he's going to be a Packer fan. But I want to say what up to Togo. He is a host of a uh, wonderful um, adult Oriented show, <laughs> oh, the Lonely Hearts Cafe. Make sure you put the kids to bed when you're checking that out. Grego says Bama might not lose a game this entire year. Uh, of course, Bama boy is going to agree with you out there. And again, I am Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. We are to apparently talking a little college football here. Uh, sports Done Right, Spreaker.com, X Squad Affiliates.com, and the podcast going live tonight. Uh, we got a few more minutes left in the podcast. We're going to get our next break in here shortly. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more NFL. We covered our Timberwolves. I really wanted to get into that. Glenn Taylor, the owner, seems to be kind of acting a away a, a, a um, with his star, Andrew Wiggins. So, again, like I said, I just wanted to get into that as well. Um, with that being said let's get to our break i am vince Wright, the sports governor and i will be right back hey what's up everybody vince Wright, you know me as the sports governor the ladies call me the big smooth one but i'm coming to you live from minneapolis st paul and we're bringing you sports done right every tuesday night Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with Two Live News Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Join the rest of us sports zombies on Two Live News Radio. That's right, the boys are back. Doug. Ryan and the rest of us including me the sports Gov of Minnesota Vince Wright also known to the ladies as the big smooth keep it tuned here that's right to live stews radio
1: yo this is your boy kicking it with KC show and when I want to jam on a Sunday evening I'm kicking back with my man Mandela Young, listening to some jams and also engaging topics be sure to tune in, X Squad Affiliates. X GO Give it to you. Mandelion. E <laughs> sleep, sleep, cry, cry, repeat, repeat. That while we do. E sleep, sleep, cry, cry. Repeat, 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 ha, that's what we do Number one, she rock, man, deli on Every Saturday we got it going on Might call your mama up, toss the sport Shout you out in the chat, thank for hey, your support, support. X-Squad, act like you know SME, yo, here we go, ha, ha, yo, here we go SME, yo, here we go Eat, eat sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat That's what we do Eat, sleep, grind Repeat, repeat. repeat. Ha! That's what we do. Pull up. Frank Head shot. Frank Frank. Sit down. Frank Frank. Stand up. Frank Frank. Pass out. Frank, Frank. Wake up Frank, Frank. Fade it Frank, Frank. Fade it Show you how to turn it up a notch. First, you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. Pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. I wave a few bottles, then I watch them all fly. All the girls wanna play, they watch. I got a swimming pool full of liquor, and they dive in it. Pool full of liquor, I'm gonna dive in it. Poor. Frank, Frank. Headshot. Frank, Frank. Sit down. Frank, Frank. Stand up. Frank, Frank. Pass out. If I take another one down, I'ma drown in some poison abuse on my limit, I think that I'm feeling the vibe I see the love in her eyes, I see the feeling Of freedom is granted as soon as the damage of can Arrived, this how you capitalize. This is parental advice, and apparently the I'm over-influenced by what you are doing I thought I was doing the most, that someone said to me Nigga. Nigga, why you babysitting? Only two or three shots I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch First you hear the swimming pool full of liquor Then you Pool full of liquor, then you dive in And I wave with you. Then and I watch you wall like All the girls wanna play, they watch. I got a swimming pool full of liquor and they dive. In little pool, full of liquor, I'ma dive. When it shot. Frank Sit down. Frank Frank. Stand up. Frank Frank. Pass out. Frank Frank. Wake up. Frank Fade it. Frank. Faded. Frank Frank. Faded. Frank Frank. I write. one drop. Shots, bang, hop out, do you, bang, two chopper, two hundred shots. I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch. First, you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. Pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. I wave a few bottles, then I watch them all fly. All the girls wanna play, they watch. I got a swimming pool full of liquor, and they dive in it. Pool full of liquor, I'ma dive in it. Drank it. Headshot. Dranky. Sit down. Drank Stand up. Drank Pass out. Drink. we good trying to meet a meet meet a meet a meet a a a I like Latin, them Latin women, and they love me cause I'm that man, with cocoa nuts and chocolate skin, I'm that mocha masculine, feminines that are Latin, call your friends, and call your cousins, cause I know you got dozens of them, Maria's, Elizabeth's, Sonia's, and Blanca's, when I see you, you can get boned if you want to, yo ghetto, and I'm sincero, if you never had a Nietzsche, let me be your primero. we can hit the channel, we can dance the boleto, have a shopping screen, you can spend my but. I wish you was more like J-Lo Cause love, love don't cause a thing So why don't you let this king love the queen of Argentine Girl, you know I know you know what I mean Cause I like them Cuban girls, Cuban girls I like them girls, Rico girls, Yo get 'em. Mexican girls Mexican girls, Mexico get 'em. Spanish girls, Spanish girls I like them Girls, girls, Latin girls the massa senorita, your brown skin mama. Me amo sana, wanna take you to Havana. We can get down every day of the semana. Dance to the music and follow the guitar. come on. Dame un momento y luego con un beso, take you
3: to.
2: Okay, I think we may be back here. Can you guys hear me at all? I'm trying to hit the switch. Can you hear me out there in Spreakerland? Let me know if you can hear me. Okay, sounds like everything's good there. There we go. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, who knows Spreaker internet? Having issues tonight. It's been a weird one going down. Sorry about that. So, well, let's do this here. No need to push luck. <laughs> um, we were playing some fun music for Mocha as well. Um, Spreaker's trying to get their commercials in Exactly Togo. But I guess we will err on the side of caution. <laughs> speaker wants their $4, Big Rel says. Um, anyway... TDSS3, Doug Stewart's uh, third annual get together down in the ATLs coming up here soon. I'm almost committed to being there. I am trying. We got a couple things going on here on the home front, so I'm going to try and make that work out. So I hope to be there. Um, again, Di Murphy, want to thank her for joining us on Sports Done Right as well. Follow her at Di Murphy MN for the great state of Minnesota. And roughing the podcast is the name of her show that she does with Ted, um, who, by the way, is an Ohio State Buckeye super fan. So uh, very, very interesting. Grego says, "Praying your ass." I- I'm trying, dog. I am definitely trying. Uh, it looks like we're gonna. It's gonna work out. Run CNC, Columbus, Ohio. If you guys want a real good workout. Check out these gyms called Nine Round Great Workout. You know, I was looking at a boxing gym here. Uh, There's one actually not too far from where I live, Run. I just thought it'd be kind of nice, you know, throw some punches, work off some some weight, um, work off a little aggression, some stress, all that. I think it'd be kind of fun to do it that way instead of just, you know, also incorporate the usual gym and all that, but not totally having to rely on the gym so i'm I'm definitely going to check that out ral scott can i have your chocolate chip cookie from the double tree if you can't make it gov yes you can definitely have the the chocolate chip cookie Uh, so it it looks like the double tree is the hotel of choice again um so there you go over there in the beautiful section that they call buckhead so uh, it looks like that'll be the base of operations Run says, been doing it for two months. Dropped 15 pounds so far. Nice, brother. Nice. We like that. We like that. Um, What else we got here? I mean, since I am up, I just want to go through and read some of the chat here. So I want to make sure that all the chat people are getting covered here. Um, Bella. And again, sorry for these technical issues. I mean, you know, every once in a while Spreaker.com has to act up and um mess up a podcast here and there. Christopher Tracy is at the double tree. All right, nice. So Togo is uh signed, sealed, and delivered. Book solid for the ATL. I'm yeah, I'm just about there. So I look forward to trying to get back. Rel is gonna be there. Mocha, are, is Mocha going this year? Mocha, let us know if you're going to be going. A um, couple local things here for the uh, Minnesota Gopher fans because we've been lighting Twitter up, uh, talking about P.J. Fleck's new show on Wednesdays being P.J. Fleck. That was kind of cool. He comes from a very interesting coaching tree. comes from that Nolan, Jim Trestle, uh, you know, coaching tree, uh, you know, former Ohio State Assistant, a guy who went to Northern Illinois, only scholarship he got, actually turned it into um, a, a very brief career for the San Francisco 49ers. And here's a, a fun story from Coach Fleck. As he was being let go by the 49ers, literally within 10 seconds, Mike Nolan offered him a job on the staff. That's how much he thought of PJ Fleck. So, um, you know, I'm always going to try and pimp for my school. I'm, a, I'm an alumnus, as you know. Of the University of Minnesota. But check it out. Very interesting show. And if you like college football. is You got to check it out. Mocha will be at TDSS 3. Big L's going to TDSS 3. Just hasn't booked his hotel yet. Um, Ruff was asking who's showing. So I'm definitely going to try and get there. Uh, Big L. Great show Vince. Appreciate it. Minus the technical hiccups. A uh, little disappointed in that. Spreaker, because I had some new people. Uh, that's going to be checking out this show in particular so that really kind of bums me out but you know it happens man i you know you just move on trudge forward and uh hope spreaker ain't trying to jack you man big l make sure you book your hotel on bankhead (laughs) big l just stay away from the linux mall man that's all i gotta say uh (laughs) rel scott will fill you in on the linux mall that's all i'm saying on that um with that being said i'm just gonna wrap it up here i'm not like i said i'm not gonna uh, chance it here anymore besides we're coming up to nine o'clock we got a good show in tonight again i want to thank Di murphy you'll be hearing from her throughout the viking season you guys are always welcome to call up i didn't really do a good job of promoting the phones tonight but 651